0: Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Whenever I get a chance to meet all types of people, including today, I always love looking for commonality that I have with people. And I have a real commonality with Catholics everywhere and Christians, a lot of people too, but especially with Catholics, because I think a lot of us have the commonality that we were baptized. Maybe our children or family members were baptized, and we came and and were baptized here. We made our first communion. Most of us have done that, and we've gone through that. Maybe we were confirmed. And then there were weddings that we've attended in churches and celebrated our joys. And and also we've come together in our griefs and sorrow, at death, at burials, and and the sad points in our particular lives. There's this commonality with God. Also felt a commonality with all of you in the NCAA tournament when St. Peter's made that great run, huh? Yeah, we were all Catholics in that little Catholic school, huh? The three teams they beat in the tournament, their total budgets for basketball alone, all three schools that all totaled the amount of $30 million. St. Peter only sends, spends $1.6 million, huh? Yeah, that shows you that it's heart, not necessarily money. That helps people do things. It's the heart of people. And that's what I find a commonality with you today. And so if you're here, parishioners, and I see you often and you're committed, I'm so glad you're here for Easter and the Easter season. Those of you who've been away for a little while, I'm glad you're here today because we have the commonality of Easter of also and the table. And those of you maybe who are trying to reconnect or decided to come today for whatever reason, I hope you know you haven't lost your place at the table. Maybe you're not coming all the time. Maybe this last couple of years have kind of allowed you to maybe drift away a little bit or not have that connection. You haven't lost your place. God's always here, and there's always room for you at the table. So I have that commonality with you. Love of God, love of people, love of the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, I don't know what else, you know. (laughs) Got a lot of connections and commonality. But God is pleased that you've taken the time to be here today. We are all attracted to successful people. We are open to hearing stories on the news or in our lives that we would say are successful people. Maybe people who maybe have done something good for humanity. Maybe someone who has done well financially with companies and really inspired other people to be their best. Maybe people who live lives that serve other people. Maybe they've made a hit record. Maybe they've got the celebrity and are well known for something that's happened. And and people come to hear their success stories. Tell us how you did it. Wow, that's awesome. And you know, that's really the focus. And it isn't bad for people who are seen as successful to rejoice in victory, to rejoice in their hard work, and, and to know that it's a blessing. But I've always found out that people who are successful get tired of just talking about success. This is what they say. You know, I'm glad you're happy for my success, but there's more to the story. I want to let you know, even though I'm successful and seeing that as successful, there are a lot of failures. Along the way, I've been rejected by a lot of people. You know, I I failed a lot in trying to do things. Everything I touched just didn't work out at all. And, you know, I felt alone and discouraged a lot of time. I almost gave up on that in the lowest point, and I decided to go in a different direction, but somehow something came through. I don't know if people are interested in hearing those kind of stories, but we are all attracted to success. I think the success of Easter, of resurrection, is something that we all can connect to. But I think Jesus, through us as followers of Jesus, have to remember that Jesus says there's more to the story. He's saying, I'm glad you're here for Easter. It's a great story. It's a great victory. Let's rejoice, but he wants to say there's more to the story. Jesus tells us the story of suffering. The church gets this, meaning the people of God understand this. On Ash Wednesday, we began the season of Lent, a time to look at our lives and reprioritize let go of things that really are hurting us and other people, and take on a new way of being. And that's always a, not an easy thing. It can be very difficult and challenging. And then we entered into Holy Week. Last Sunday, when people came, they got a receipt for going to Mass. It's called the Palm on Palm Sunday. Huh? And so there they go. And Palm Sunday, but the church also calls it Passion Sunday because it's the passion story. The powerful story of Jesus' passion, his suffering. And so we began Holy Week on Palm Sunday with waving of palms. Traditionally in the ancient world, when palms were waved, it represented a leader from the battlefield was coming, and they celebrated with victory. As Jesus enters Jerusalem, it's victory. Yes, Jesus, you're the one. You're successful. But we all are familiar with the story, I would say, that things changed. Jesus, the Son of God, experiences betrayal, rejection, opposition, hatred, violence, and ultimately death. It all changed for him. And that's part of the story. That God is reminding us that it's not always fluffy. So when we reconnect with the church, We're hearing the story of resurrection. We might hear witness talks that say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is great. And you know, if I'm loyal to him, he'll bless me with money, with a house, with friends. And I'm always going to be happy because Jesus, 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 joy. And then when you and I go into the world, we kind of wonder, that's not my life. God must hate me and punish me. I I must be doing something wrong. Maybe I'm not praying enough. Maybe I'm not giving enough money to the church. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just never going to understand God or be loved by him. And we don't understand that the message that the church offers is a special word called Paschal Mystery. Paschal Mystery, Hebrew, Paschal means Passover. And Jesus passed over from death to life. And what he's saying is, I am with you In your suffering. You are not abandoned. There's a pathway. And yes there is resurrection for the end. Because that is the ultimate victory over sin and death. But a lot of times when you and I are experiencing that. We forget that. We think that somehow God has abandoned us. That somehow we're being punished because some sin we keep struggling with. Or we're not perfect like other people. Because we're looking at other people and they're well-dressed. The kids are behaved uh, for a little bit at least, huh? You know, before they go wild at the Easter egg hunt. And we kind of think that, well, other people have it better than we do. Why is my life a mess and those people look a lot more calmer? That's not true. We all have different struggles. And what Easter is reminding us, my friends, is that in our depression, when we feel alone. There's a lot of people in this room right now. There's a lot of people filling this church, but there are many people here today who feel so lonely. Not just because you're surrounded by people. You can live in a large family and still feel alone, still not feel understood. There are many people who are addicted to many things. Some are more dangerous than others. There's all types of addiction. Where is God in all that? What is God doing? Where's the path for me? What is God saying about that? Think about the woundedness we inflict on others, the cruelty that's happening in our world and in our country by many people, some who claim to be leaders, who inflict cruelty on others. What about that? When we see that and we're part of that, Because if they're not cruel to us today, you can imagine it'll be tomorrow. Because people always need someone to blame. And so how do we live to that? What does God say when we're rejected? What does God say to people called the church when in the most difficult and painful and dark time that some members of the church marginalize or push people away? You're not living the right moral way. Oh, you're that particular way, or you're not agreeing with everything in the church, so you're really not Catholic, so we're going to cut you off. How many relationships have been cut off because of politics? That is the most craziest thing, that we're willing to let ideology in the world, which will have nothing to do with the kingdom of God in the future, to say, I can no longer be your friend. I can no longer meet with you. I can no longer be kind to you. That's woundedness. And we're living that. But God is telling us not to be afraid that I'm with you. And that's why it makes no sense that people walk away from the table. That is ignorance. Because you give in to darkness and say, God can't love me. God's people are telling me, the church, that I'm not lovable, that I'm not worthy, that I'm not acceptable, that I'm not able to come to the table. But yet God supersedes that because he is in our suffering. And so today we honor his victory. We honor resurrection. And it's more than just a success story. It's God telling each one of us that sin that you and I struggle with will not win out in the end. That death, the people that we've lost to death or in our own death, that's not the final answer. That we will be invited to live with God. But to walk away from the table and say, I'm going to find my life and salvation somewhere else, or I'm not loved, I'm not acceptable, I don't fit in with everyone else. Then you choose to live in darkness. And God is saying, I'm with you. Paschal mystery, my friends, Paschal mystery says, I have risen from the dead, but that's not the whole story. I, too, have been rejected. I, too, have been betrayed. I, too, have been inflicted with hurtful words and with violence and pain. This Easter is our Easter. And so when you leave here today and enter the woundedness, you're not alone. God is guiding you. There's going to be dark days ahead, but you are not alone. Now, in the bulletin today that you have, it reminds you that during Lent, we had a prayer wall. And all parishioners were able and guests were able to write down a prayer petition, and they put it on the wall to remind people they're part of something bigger than just their own individuality, that we pray for one another. Today, it's changed into a gratitude wall where people can write down things they're grateful for. Now, if you look at my article that you're going to see in the bulletin today, one of the things I said I'm most grateful for is God's guiding hand for the last two years. A lot of people thought God wasn't here at St. Patrick's for the last two years, huh? But God's guiding hand is here. God never left us when we couldn't gather together. God couldn't, didn't leave us when people were all over the place saying, oh, I don't know if I want to go to church, I don't like this policy or whatever, or blah, 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 blah. God was here, and he's here today. And that's what I'm most grateful for. That's why when the priest anoints you when you are ill, there is concluded forgiveness of sins, as it tells us in the letter of James, because sin blinds us to God working in our lives. And that's why when our sins are forgiven... When we truly turn to the Lord, we're able to see God in the darkest moments, in our pain and sorrow. And that's the Easter message. Oh, let's celebrate well today. Let's eat well today. Let's thank God today. But also remember, when we go back to our lives in the everyday grind, you are not alone. And even if the church members tell you you're not in good standing, You're not important. You're not valued. Don't listen to him. You have never lost your place at the table. But it's up to you whether you believe in darkness or light. And my friends, let's believe in the light. God is with you in your suffering. You are not alone. You are not abandoned. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission.